And I guess this is a clarion call for all of us to just take on whatever arm you need and uh, hopefully not violating anyone's human rights, but just ensuring that uh, our communities are safer in our hands. Um, because when you talk about these heights, these individuals come from different homes and uh, they're your brother, your sister sometimes, um, your, your boyfriend, your husband, your person. And how do we put a stop to this? How do we end this uh, together as a community as South Africans? And uh, reminding you of uh, Tumamina um, right there. And in the Tumamina spirit, I, I just I, I don't understand why is it that we can count so much money and, and yet there's nothing that has happened. Um, I mean, w- when you tell me that... Uh, only 33 million of the 465 million has been recovered. Good afternoon and welcome. This is depressing. It feels better and it feels good to be on the number one show that floats like a butterfly and sting like a bee. <laughs> that I receive. <laughs> it's not that I'm not going to ask you difficult questions. <laughs> But thank you. Thank you very much. That's that's depressing. Seriously, those numbers are just um, not justified. It is depressing. In the spirit of Tumamena, I'm a principled man. You are a principled person. Um, Principle is here. The gentleman who wrote that story Mm -hmm. uh, created an impression as if it happened last year. Mm. The 10 heists uh, happened over 10 years. What? Over 21 years. The 10 highest happened over 21 years. That's where your 465 million was taken away. Um, and you end up with 33 million being recovered. Only 33 million being recovered. We have just corrected. Over a period of 10 years. Yes. The 10 highest happened over a period of 21 years. Yeah, but do we know uh, the kind of technology that is used um, by to to perpetrate these crimes? Um, human beings are the master element in the perpetration of these crimes. Human beings, we are going to um, 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 look at the number of arrests that that have happened, the number of people involved. Some of them, as you saw in Pretoria, would be a boyfriend to a one of the um, metropolis officers who it is whose it is alleged that um, she was transporting um, uh, firearms in the in the vehicle and many of that stuff. So, are we saying that uh, perhaps the police are failing to apprehend these people? What we should say, Criselda, is one. The people who benefit from these monies, the people who live in that community, mm. the people who see me driving um, that kind of a car that I'm not going to promote and, and living in that kind of a house, mm. the people who live in that community have a responsibility to say, Mama Criselda, uh, you are a general. Mama Criselda, you are the minister. Mm. Uh, we see this gentleman. Yeah, we know that he has never worked anywhere, but we are just surprised of what is going on. Mm-hmm. When we go into that spirit, your team in blue, your policing team, then find it easy to can investigate, then find it easy to can kickstart your high flyer program. Um, in direct response to your question, the police will never 
anywhere in the world. Mm. They will never apprehend criminals who operate like this when there is no information that operates from the opposite side. But what, what, what is buying us from getting that information? What's stopping us from getting that information? The, the, the criminals operate in a very smart way, Chriselda. If they can pay um, for high school, for university students who are doing law, if they can pay for those young men and those young ladies um, to finish their studies and ensure that when they go to court, they have a pool, they have an ocean of attorneys um, who come to them at a uh, free cost. Um, it says it will, at a certain stage, make it difficult for us to have the cooperation between the communities and the police in terms of providing information. If your drug laws can buy groceries for the whole street, it becomes difficult to get a hold of that drug lord. In El Dorado Park, um, you can speak to Derlin. These are things that happen. These are things that mm. we learn of when we uh, do our research. The police can do better, Criselda. I always emphasize the partnership between the communities and the police. I, I do not wish to stand there on the sidelines of safety and security and say the police are failing. I can go to an extent of saying the police can do better. Um, could they have but prevented some of these things? But I guess the question remains what stops them from doing better? Um, because I mean, right now you're sounding like you're saying to me uh, that the criminals are more useful to the communities than law enforcement. That that that's that is scary. Chriselda, you see me nodding my head. Um, poverty in our communities, unemployment, exposes people to the supply lines of criminals. Mm. When you look at your runnership profile of uh, drug dealers and the small little boys in areas like your ESTRS, in areas like your very same Eldorado Park, they're little kids. Even when they get arrested, um, from a legal point of view, you can't detain them mm. um, for the substance that they have. Yes, um, the smartness in terms of the strategy um, precludes or makes it difficult for the police to can apprehend them. But in other areas, Criselda, we must respond positively to your question and say some of the police, some of the men in blue uniform, brown uniform and law enforcement agencies, some of them are involved in, in some of these things that are wayward, illegal and unlawful, particularly sure. crimes that we are uh, referring to. So we invite you to give us a call on 891 It baffles me that uh, we know um, that the systems that are being used, uh, you, you also sound like we know uh, who is the brains behind uh, this organized crime. Um, but what's stopping us really uh, as a community from collectively saying not in our name and, and come together in putting a stop to this? 0891-104-207 is the number to dial. Also welcome your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, you can also join us via Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. And SMS is charged at 150-40938. Let's take your calls right now. Call Griselda now, 0891-104-207. All right, uh, we're joined uh, by Mutaung from um, Motor Transport Workers Union, uh, also wanting to uh, air his views. Good afternoon and welcome. 
Afternoon, Griselda, and welcome back to South Africa. <laughs> it feels good to be home, I tell you that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Griselda, uh, thank you, man. Uh, you know, this, this issue of cash in transit, I think uh, we need to take another approach now. Uh, I'm saying let's look into the government, let's look into the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look into the attorneys who are representing these criminals. Uh, the other thing, these criminals are not smart, but they are made to be smart because they've got money. Immediately, if you've got money, you can pay uh, attorneys to do your, 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 your dirty job or maybe to represent you after you, you have done your dirty duties. Then uh, I think uh, definitely... We still need to, to look into those things. Uh, last week alone, Chriselda, we've got four testing transit robberies. Mm. Last it's week only, alone, four? It's four. Wow. Only last week. On Monday, let me count them to you, Chriselda. On Monday, a cash van was, uh, was rammed in Ngobo in the Eastern Cape. Yeah. Wednesday, in Mtata. And that one is so painful because Two members of the public were injured in that. One of them being an old man who was uh, 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 shot in the, in, in, in the head. And then uh, also in Cape Town, uh, on Thursday or Friday, there was a, a high in Cape Town. And uh, the last one was in Pretoria on Saturday. Yes, yes, we, we've had reports, um, and, and I hope you can confirm this, reports uh, that some of your uh, co-workers, some of your colleagues are part of these gangs. They are the ones who supply the information. Uh, tell us about the impact for the workers and if, if there's any truth to you being part of the plan. Griselda, uh, we cannot run away to say uh, there is no one who's giving criminal information Within, within that, that's why I'm saying let's also look into these companies. When I say let's look into these companies, I'm not just saying let's look into G4S or Fidelity. Look into management. Look into employees who are transporting money. Mm-hmm. Look into that person who is sitting in a control room. Let me give you an example, Criselda. The two guys that we buried last week in the Eastern Cape, mm-hmm. when they arrived at the scene where they were killed, those criminals were waiting for them. Your, the question will be, those people were going to load the ATM. How did the criminal know that these guys, they are on their way to come and load the ATM? Because that ATM, is not. there is no time that is put that this ATM must be loaded mm-hmm. at this time. But when those people arrive there, these criminals are waiting for them. So let's look into uh, uh, the whole the whole system, Criselda. Sure. Let's not only look into the employees. Let's also look into management. Let's look into the government. Because at some stage, you'll find that the police that we're hoping, they will respond quick. Mm. They will take a long time in that instance. Let's look into everyone. <sighs> Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much, Motang, for, for joining us. Uh, but how? It, uh, what is it that can be done to actually address this? Um, because if, if from a workers' union, um, they too feel unsafe. Chriselda, um, vetting. 
that happens with the police should happen with the employees should happen with everyone great point. let me agree that uh, the whole value chain from management to the guy who's delivering no, money no, he mentioned politicians as well yes the yeah. whole value chain we must deconstruct it so that you can find the weak link in the chain and yeah. break the chain let me congratulate uh, the police for the arrest that they made at the noble heist it strongly suggests that yes we can do better we can do more yeah but yeah. everyone in the process everyone in the process must be vetted all right let's go back to your calls patrick you're joining us from Whitbank. good afternoon oh, hi uh, hi good thank you patrick okay yes my sister uh, Chrisella, i wouldn't want to repeat uh what we what we are actually seeing around here we so so much we've seen police being involved in this we've seen politicians being fired being involved in this mm. but my worry is this it seems as if our security system don't talk to each other let me just give you a classical example i have seen i don't know whether you've seen it the security companies themselves they already showing how are they going to to to, to stop this by reinforcing uh, uh, some foam into the into the what you call the the, the, the the vehicles that are going to be used from now on. Why is it that for 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 for, for public consumption? Yeah. Why can't they do that on it, their it own? It sounds like a security it, risk. Correct, yes, it is not important for me to know. It's for them to to to, to be safe. It is not for public or what is this in consumption? It is so unnecessary. Mm. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for, for sharing that. And uh, this is what Graham Hoskin also writes about, that uh, delegates were watching a demonstration of new technology uh, that activates a foam system um, inside the van. If you're already giving them <laughs> tips on how you're going to prevent the money from being stolen, what's the point? Because it was even videorized. I, I refused to attend that um, demonstration. I was part of the panel. I didn't want to know how it happens all mm. what i want to know is it should protect the lives it should protect cash most importantly the life and limb of the crew of the drivers yeah. security and safety and security of the people involved honestly um i hold a view that uh, the 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 caller is holding mm. um should do not show this technology but i i i know that the people who uh, were demonstrating are selling the are selling that solution oh, oh. So, so how will you know if um, you know some of the minds are not behind creating the problem so they can produce the the solution let's go to gordon in kimberley uh, good afternoon and welcome hello Christian. how are you good thank you uh, i'm fine thanks uh, and say hi to Eddie as well uh, <laughs> it seems Eddie. like he knows you he's forgotten no, that no, he's live on air no for, for, <laughs> from the days of old uh, <laughs> Yeah. I, I want to make just a, it, it's a very simple uh, uh, contribution. I think, uh, and it's, it has been raised before, I think and himself raised it. Mm-hmm. You see the values. Uh, this problem is very, very complex. And the problem itself is not that, that complex. What makes it more complex is the fact that it is tied to other social ills, you know, social mm-hmm. problems and so on. Uh, uh, I was thinking that uh, where there are instances of, of, of heists, as an example, maybe we should also highlight and emphasize the kind of, of, of you know, um, how can I say, uh, recourse uh, that, that takes place. I mean, if people uh, uh, carried out a heist 
and, and their sentence. Let, let it be, it should be a major issue so that people should be deterred. The second issue is that as, as a society, I think we are a sick society. And I think maybe we need to start at home, at, you know, at the schools and so on. We need to find ways of, of helping people to understand how they can move forward without sure. infringing on other people's rights. So that is basically all I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you, you very and much, Gordon. Just ready. <laughs> And you have to say something to Gordon. <laughs> but tell me, what is it about us that uh, whenever there's crime committed, the first point of departure is we are hungry, we are unemployed, we poverty-stricken? Uh, I, I, I hate um, with passion um, that lousy excuse. Um, our forefathers were, were hungry and, and they have had a lot of these challenges, but they have never gone out brazenly um, to stop uh, a cash and transit vehicle on the freeway and bomb it and create chaos and cause uh, people uh, their jobs and cause people quite a number of pain and and, and other negative impacts. It is important, Criselda, that uh, in trying to cap this, when those individuals are arrested, prosecuted and convicted, we should use platforms like yours, SABC, prime time, name and shame these individuals, uh, put them up there, and use technology to come to the defense of ordinary um, members of the communities, those who get shot whilst uh, these heinous acts are are taken out. And, 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 And it is important to thank people like Gordon in their communities to take an active role in mobilizing communities on the impact, negative impact of these crimes on our communities. Active citizenry is needed indeed, and those who are holding uh, will be right back. Uh, let's have uh, the news headlines with uh, Utsile Sako. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.5 FM in Tabazimbi. Good afternoon and thank you for choosing Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumasha. We're having a conversation about uh, cash heists and uh, perhaps uh, your tweets, SMSs um, are welcome at this stage as we hear uh, what your take is on uh, looking at the impact um, that uh, these cash heists have uh, for us, uh, whether it's direct or indirect. And uh, joining us uh, in studio is uh, Ray Andy Maishaili, uh, joining us as former chairman of the Gauteng uh, Police Board and uh, Global uh, Ambassador of Interpol uh, turn back crime. Are we winning though in turning back crime? General willingness? In the whole world there's willingness. Um, right here at home there's willingness but it is minuscule in, 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 in all of these situations, particularly here at home. Oh gosh, when I see 456, whether it's 10 years or one year, it's a lot of money. It's that a lot could of have money. addressed some of our social ills and imbalances. It's a lot of money that could have gone into manufacturing sanitary towels for my wonderful and beautiful sisters in the rural areas, for them to have dignity. It has gone into this kind of a 4 by 4 kind of double-story house, which is not serving anyone any purpose, Don't except for the, the individual. Weave. Don't forget the weave. And the red bottom shoes. All right, Soli, you are in Soweto. Good afternoon and welcome. Afternoon, Sakina. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to speak from a layman's actual perspective sure. here. And, and I'd like to disagree a little bit with your host there, the people you are hosting there. Actually, hunger, it's part of this whole system, you know, uh, looking at your kids getting hungry 
or sleeping without food, you know, it, it drives you, and, and you are unemployed, it drives you to, 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 to extreme measures. So, so, so Lea, are you also, saying that yeah. it's justifiable that we steal so we can feed our children? No, no, it's not justifiable. I'm just okay. saying, actually, like I'm saying from a, a layman's perspective, mm. you know, I, I don't have all the facts, but I can say if you are, you find your kids uh, hungry, you know, you, you actually end up doing extreme things and, you know, silly things. Okay. But there's also this Zim connection, you know. There's those soldiers from Zim that bring all these uh, uh, explosives and stuff like that to show the guys and how this works, because it's not only South Africans. Now, the blame should actually be on the government, because the government doesn't regulate the movement of people inside South Africa, you know, people from foreign countries coming to South Africa. And at the end of the day, these people from foreign countries seem to be working whilst the locals are not working. So it, it it turns the whole situation very hopeless, you know, where people will do anything now, you know. Like like they said in Eldorado Park, the, 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 the drug lords would buy groceries for the whole street. So nobody will actually point at guy and say, this is the guy who's selling drugs here because he's feeding the people. Mm. Why the people are not working? So it actually impacts very heavily on people, you know, when the government is not really or, 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 or is not seen to be actually caring for its own people. Instead, it is caring for everybody, you know, people who are not even South Africans. Like mm. the saying, charity begins at home. Sure. Where, does it, where does it show here in, in South Africa that there's charity at home? That's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, Thank um, you very much uh, okay. for that. Um, Sandy Le Koane on Twitter says, your guest, what's his profession? He's very clueless about uh, how these uh, paramilitary trained uh, individuals operate. Crime uh, intelligence within SAPS has a job to gather intelligent product, uh, not civilians. Now it's the community's fault. Uh, SAPS can't do their job? Question mark. Intelligence has done its job and intelligence continues to do so. You don't get intelligence from uh, your stars, your horoscopes. You get intelligence from people and those people must have a relationship with the police and those people who are gathering that information has a responsibility also to build a bridge between themselves and the very same community. It is exciting to um, listen to this kind of a comment and respond in a way and manner that says one understands very clearly that this is a, a very sophisticated sin, uh, syndicate or a very, sophist, a very sophisticated value chain. Hence, I said it needs to be deconstructed so that the links of the chain can then be used against this kind of a crime. So we need to identify the weakest links. Yes. Uh, but you, you can't identify when you don't know what you're looking for. All right, uh, we have a voice note, um, and uh, we invite you to also send us one, 0614-104-107. Hello, Mama Griselda. This is Ace from Tlaxstock. On the issue of the truck, the location transit heists, there's a dimension that I haven't had anyone saying anything about. And that is the fact that these companies are actually businesses and we know for a fact that there's a trend and culture amongst business people to eliminate competition. So my theory is what if these companies are actually taking hits on one another in order to eliminate competition mm. by making another 
companies seem as more uh, vulnerable. So if you find that your service provider is vulnerable, you will take your business elsewhere. That's my submission. Thank you. Very important submission, that one. Deconstructing the value chain. Here's one of the links that you need to look at. All right, we have another uh, WhatsApp voice note. Result and the team, look, you know, what the gentleman is saying, a lot of it is actually quite accurate. There is no economy in informal sentiments apart from, you know, these uh, criminal sort of enterprises. Because none of us even see a decent vehicle until such a time as someone starts either dealing in drugs or someone starts uh, being involved in cash and transit heists and robberies of businesses and that kind of thing, you know? We see it on a daily basis where people have been starving, hungry, on the verge of hunger for the past 10 years. And then suddenly someone says to them, listen here, start selling stuff for me. And overnight, the children can now eat and that kind of thing. So yeah, we mustn't underestimate the importance of the socioeconomic factor. It, it really does uh, seem like uh, a mammoth task and uh, one that all of us have to put our heads together. Uh, SMSs we receive, uh, how many cash and transit heists uh, took place from 1950 to 1994? Um, Burkis, uh, Van der Merve, uh, Dutoit, Van uh, Bochenbull uh, were feared. Uh, these were feared policemen, and nobody would have dared challenge them, re-employ them. Um, six months, and the problem is solved. That easy, I guess. And another one says, I wonder what made Minister Nkwane Mashabane uh, not to consult first with the best lawyers available before uh, taking a, a flawed decision about Grace Mugabe. That's another conversation uh, that happened uh, much earlier in uh, Sakina's show. And uh, you seem to desire to investigate people who try than government employees who steal. That's from Kanto. Everyone um, who has suddenly accumulated um, wealth from, from heaven like manna must uh, be looked at. Um, when, when, when we were still the chairpersons of the Gauteng Provincial Community Police Board some five years ago, we knew of a high flyer program, Criselda. A high flyer program would identify all of these things, all of these beautiful cars, and they would work hand in glove with your SARS, and your SARS would then say, this particular, the owner of this particular car is not paying, is not paying tax. So these are some of the things, mm. some of the methods that you can pick up in deconstructing the value chain so that you know the weakest link and you start hitting very hard based on the weakest link in this whole chain. Do we know how much this is impacting on our GDP? Uh, I am not sure from a figures point of view, but I'm sure Stats SA will then be able to to give us for the last financial year. Remember, in this financial year, we haven't arrived at yeah, uh, yeah. yes, we haven't arrived at the total costs, and it is the job of the minister to do so, the job of parliament to do so. Let me not step on that uh, dangerous territory for now, but we can find that information with Stats SA. When you hear a Tati saying, "I'm scared to go to the malls, and I don't want to be next to." 
a cash vehicle. What does how does that feel like um, for you as as an ambassador of law enforcement? Um, it is traumatizing. It is it is traumatic. I myself am scared to drive next to um, that kind of a vehicle behind it or in front of it or next to it. I either let it go or I go and I pull off when I see it. And and it's only yesterday when I was driving on the R twenty eight and I was thinking. Why would this vehicle not have an escort car for itself? It is not a policing problem uh, for the police to be escorting that car in the middle, in the road, in the middle of nowhere. They should beef up their own security. They should make sure that when police or law enforcement agencies come up, their own security companies um, or security vehicles have tried their level best to engage uh, individuals who um, would uh, ram those cars. Unless this is also created by competition, as we heard. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming through. I don't know whether I should say good luck. Um, conversations continue. Um, I believe that uh, uh, the police are also going to be meeting in Amsterdam, uh, discussing issues of safety, global safety issues. The Crime Stoppers International Conference is happening in October. We will be going there to learn of the best practices in the whole world and also sharing our experiences and, and, and bringing them back home. It is also very critical when we close that we must continue to analyze the major challenge that we um, people in this country have or we have. Uh, we, we don't analyze. We, we don't profile. We, we, we miss out on the small little details and they come back to bite us. There you go. We feel bitten right now. Uh, we're just going to have a, a, a just a tiny sting um, to differentiate between this conversation and one that's coming up. But thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us, uh, Ray Endi uh, Mashaile, former chairman of the Gauteng Police Board and global ambassador of Interpol's uh, Tenbeck Crime, as we're talking about the socioeconomic implications of cash and transit ties. And I guess the conversation uh, continues.